News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the country has been battling weather alerts over recent days, but are they freak events or our new normal due to climate change? Uh, I caught up with John Sweeney, climatologist and professor emeritus at Minute University a little earlier. I began by talking to him about the bizarre weather we've had of late, horrendous in some, in most cases, good in other cases, and asked him if he thought climate change is playing a part in all of this. Well, I think almost every extreme event these days has a fingerprint, however small in it, of climate change. And for the last few weeks, I suppose we would need to do a a very formal attribution study to work out just how much more probable climate change is making uh, the likes of Storm Babette. Now, we know that this particular storm, however, developed in the very warm waters off the coast of Portugal. We've been having a marine heat wave um, most of the the summer and autumn. So uh, it was developing in waters which were one to two degrees warmer than usual. And that means it could hold an awful lot more water vapour. So it's arriving on our shore supercharged. And it's that really which I think is pointing to the climate change dimension as being instrumental in making the event more extreme, as the uh, residents of Middleton would no doubt testify, more extreme than would otherwise have been the case. It's something I think we have to get used to. Um, It's the kind of event which um, we're going to see more frequently and perhaps even to a greater severity in the years ahead as the air warms and as the waters around us warm. In that sense, it's something that I think we're going to have to pay the price. We simply have to now start thinking about adaptation and protection of people in exposed and vulnerable locations. And And, um, and, and in terms of our our Weather generally, I mean, obviously the, the events of recent days were 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 extreme, but it does seem like we are getting much warmer weather. Um, like some of the days over the last month have been Sunday was. Um, I mean, I was walking around town without a jacket on. Uh, like the sun was blazing down. Now I, I I know in the past you will get days like that, odd days like that, but it does seem we're getting warmer weather. We're getting wetter weather. Is that the pattern we can look forward to in in the future? Indeed it is. Um, You may remember we had a really strong heat wave almost in September, early September, uh, where it was more like uh, July. In fact, September in Ireland was warmer in many parts of Ireland than July. Um, and yes, the, the the last 30 year averages produced from Metairn confirm that we're getting a wetter climate uh, and we're getting a warmer climate. It means that on average, spring is coming earlier. Uh, we're getting more in the way of heat in the summer. We're getting more in the way of rainfall uh, at all times of the year, but especially in the winter and especially in Western and Southern Ireland. Uh, and that, of course, is saying to us that, well, there's an emerging risk that has to be handled. There's an emerging threat that has to be handled. But there is no doubt uh, that Irish climate is is changing and, and is now undergoing change uh, associated with the uh, pollution loading of the atmosphere, which we are part and parcel of. Uh, and we, we are seeing the damage that has caused, for example, in Cork at enormous financial cost. And um, the taxpayer, the government is is going to help out in some degree with that. But if we're if these events are more frequent, more common, it must be questionable as to whether that will be economically feasible. Are there parts of 
of this country that will become almost unlivable in because of this this climate change? I don't think we're going to see wholesale areas being uninhabitable. We certainly will see that in parts of the Middle East, where mean daily temperatures uh, on average about 50 degrees centigrade or more will be experienced a lot more frequently. We will perhaps in Ireland have to see a sea level changes. Um, some parts of the country where planned retreat may well be an option rather than spending large amounts of money on protecting some coastal landscapes where land is not of high value behind them. But I think, you know, we, we, we're not going to see sort of heat waves making many parts of Ireland unlivable. We may see floods becoming more frequent and more severe and occurring in areas where we haven't seen them before. Uh, And that, uh, I think, is something that we'll have to plan for in terms of protection. But we are looking at very large amounts of taxpayers' money. Um, I know that to build a seawall, for example, uh, it costs per per kilometre roughly the same as to build a motorway. So, you know, we are facing hard choices. And, uh, of course, the cost of mitigation, the cost of reducing our emissions, um, has to be balanced against that. And in reality, I think uh, we can't go on increasing our emissions and then asking the taxpayer uh, to fund huge uh, protection measures. And the other issue that I'm a bit concerned about is that, you know, we will sooner or later face even more extreme events. And the big one, if you like, when it comes along, um, we will lose a lot of credibility. Where are we to go, for example, to the European Commission to look for uh, flood relief funds on a grand scale if we are not delivering the commitments and obligations that we've undertaken here at home. So I think, you know, to have credibility um, and to protect the population against what may lie down the line, the short term option, the safest option and the most economical option is to make the hard choices now in terms of reducing our emissions and meeting our carbon budget targets that we have laid down in law. Uh, in the in the Climate Act in 2021. Uh, that was John Sweeney, climatologist, uh, speaking to me a little bit earlier. Kira, really interesting point, uh, and I won't dwell on it too long, but you know that we always get texts in from people saying, there's no point in Ireland doing anything, you're only a small player. John is saying, basically, if we want to go to Europe looking for funding for flood reliefs, unless we're in line with the rest of Europe, they'll tell us to go and take a run and jump. So it actually, he says, there actually is a selfish interest in actually taking... And that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? And if you see what happened in in Cork and Waterford, flood reliefs does look like something we may have to be looking for. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.